Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special Resident Evil podcast. Um, today we are focusing on our favorite and least favorite BOWs throughout the series. The uh, extreme monstrosities that you will see, we're going to talk about them from gameplay aesthetics, appearance aesthetics, see what we like and dislike, and go from there. So this podcast should be relatively simple. I'm your host, Renegade Operative, and today I will announce the rest of the panel. So first we have Immortal Brandle. Uh, hi there, everybody. I am back. Your favorite residential blue box guy. Next we have Hollowheart. Hey, everyone. I'm Hollowheart. You can find me on Twitch. And last but not least, we have Fane Sanity. Hello. We're going to get right into it. Obviously, I was put on spot first before the podcast even started. So I'm going to go ahead and do my list since I wrote this down. Uh, I'm going to start with best. So obviously, top dog number one for me is Nemesis. Um, I really like his design. Uh, the fact that he is a persistent stalker throughout the series. I think one of the first that will follow Jill from room to room and chase her down relentlessly in an attempt to try to kill her. Uh, it was also cool that this BOW was wielding rocket launchers, you know, uh, trying to kill her. You could dodge the rockets out of the way. And it was just next level stuff when I first saw it for the first time when the game came out in 1999. Uh, this was awesome. This, this creature is just unparalleled. It's the reason why he's remembered as one of the most memorable BOWs in the series. So that is number one for my best. Number two is the Hunter Gamma. I first appeared, ironically, once again, in Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Uh, basically, it's a blue frog-like hunter, but it's very unique in the fact that it looks very, very different. Um, I think this is based on frog DNA, so uh, what they decided to do was give it more uh, amphibian tendencies, and it has a special death animation where it swallows Jill whole. So at first, I kind of was... Uh, in the mindset of, oh, this thing is going to cut their heads off, just like the original. And I was taken by surprise when it did something different. Uh, and it came throughout the series. Like, you know, you see it in Outbreak. You see it again, reimagined in Resident Evil 3 Remake, uh, where it looks like a giant chicken. It's, it's kind of weird, but it's also a cool aesthetic look. And I was kind of scared when these things came around the corner. And they're just like 10 times bigger than they used to be. Uh, for third, I will say I liked Birkin, his G3 form. It's simply because this is where he loses every semblance of his humanity. His entire face is now in his shoulder, and he's now sporting, like, some sort of Goro forearm monstrosity, and he's ready to, like just tear the player in half and then he has his new head that emerges that looks absolutely sickening and it's just he's super fucking tall it's this design looked crazy uh, i think it really stood out to me the most when i started scenario b because that's when you first see it earlier than expected uh and then i was like holy shit he now spawns on the train so what am i gonna do against this guy now and i have to take all my ammo and really try to survive so i really enjoyed that design like a whole bunch it's just a, a giant hulking nine foot tall monstrosity uh the next one is chaos from resident evil 6 this is the giant boss that chris and pierce fights at the end of their campaign and it was kind of unexpected and creepy like it's just 
transparent hollow skull that you see and it has all these tentacles and it does all these attacks and you're desperately trying to kill it over and over again and it makes it feel like an actual threat because i believe if this bow got to water then it would try to affect the entire planet so it could not escape the underground facility making chris's campaign at re6 even more dire than the other campaigns because if this thing got away then the entire world is screwed the water supply is fucked uh that's what i liked about it the most it felt like an actual real threat within the game as opposed to everyone else having personal stakes involved so i really enjoyed it from there and then last but not least is the crimson heads um they are absolutely terrifying uh it, just the notion of a zombie getting up and running after you it's 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 something that was popularized in the dawn of the dead remake and they put it into resident evil so uh, the premise is V-Jolt, or no, not V-Jolt, uh, V-Act, uh, where if the zombie's down for a large period of time, then it's going to get back up again after significant damage. And I kind of like that change. It was a bit of a retcon, really, but the way they added it in felt organic to what was going on in Resident Evil 1 Remake, which was expect the unexpected. Uh, these zombies will get up. You have the same, you have to save your ammo and if you don't, then you're going to be in a world of shit. They can run, slash, they have claws. It's it's pretty freaking intense when they actually get up. So that is my top five best list. I will pass the torch over to Brendan. The top five best? All right, all right. Well, for me, it would be also be um, Nemesis at number one. Particularly the original version, because he feels a bit more dynamic in contrast to his remake counterpart. But uh, what I love about um, Nemesis is that um, his appearance, his um, you know, presence is highly based on your um, player input on top of him you know, having your usual scripted events where he comes in and disrupts your flow of gameplay, right? I just love the fact that he can utilize weapons because he was technically the first B.O.W. to utilize man-made weapons you know, outside of you know, his usual tentacles, blade weapons, whatever. So I love that, right? But to give some some love to remake um, Nemesis, I actually don't like the pursuer parts of Nemesis, but I really do like the boss fights. Except for the last one on Infernal Difficulty, but that's a whole other conversation. I really love that he actually utilizes the flamethrower as a, both a range mid-range weapon and a um, melee weapon. Like that that honestly blew my mind. It's one of the best highlights of Resident Evil Three Remake. And this might be an unpopular opinion, though, but I actually really like Doggo Nemesis, particularly the first one when he doesn't have his arm cut off. Uh, it, it, it's cool to see a feral beast Nemesis, though. I just wish they could, like, you know, evolve into that a little bit better. But aside from that, though, I actually enjoyed the boss fights for Nemesis in 3 Remake. All right, so for number two, I'm going to say Mr. X and the remake. Mainly because I love how they took the Pursuer concept from Resident Evil 7 in particular and just expanded upon it. This one, it cannot be killed. He's super slow, right? But his presence is felt upon. If you don't plan carefully, though, he will ruin your day and ruin a lot of puzzles for you, potentially. For number three, uh, this could be debated on, but I'm going to say Wesker from Resident Evil 5. What I love about him is that he kind of changed up the whole floor of um boss fights and enemies in general he's not your usual um like your usual monster you actually actually fight them either via stealth 
hand to hand or keep a good distance with guns and go for his um open. And we take that into account with the key to ease. Like it's a pretty dynamic fight, and quite frankly, I can't get enough of them. Really fun fight. Number four, this might be controversial as well, but I'm gonna say Norman from um, Revelations One, the final tyrant bossy fight, the sea looking tyrant. I don't know what it is though, but he's like such a satisfying fight to pick apart and exploit his openings. Because unlike the traditional tyrant, he's actually compl- borderline bulletproof until you shoot his heart or shoot on um, the thing on his back, depending on which state he's in. So, and when he goes in rage, though, you got to be on your toes at all times. Now, unfortunately, though, the dodge game is a little finicky in Revelations 1, but it's so satisfying to pull it off almost every time once you get the timing down. And last but not least, I'm going to go with Birkin from Resident Evil 2 of Vanilla and Remake. Well, I absolutely love uh, Birkin, and this is kind of like a lost art in Resident Evil, that you don't see a lot of uh, gradual mutation of the main monster that's trying to kill you. Like with Nemesis and Mr. X, right? You don't see a gradual progression going from you know, him just humble beginners, basically, to being the absolute unit to the end of the game. And we try to eat the train and kill everyone else from escaping. Freaking love the visual flair of Birkin. Especially his, um, I think it's a third form, where you get, he's fully grown up, has all, all his arms and whatnot. Love the design. Just beautiful. Peak Resident Evil 2 right there. And that being said, I will pass the torch to, uh, I guess, Hollowheart? Yep. Uh, so, I mean, first on my list, I guess, it goes without saying, is Nemesis. Um, uh, I like Nemesis just for the gameplay value and what it adds to the franchise alone. Uh, when you think bioweapon, like, it's Nemesis for me. Um, just the the monstrosity that he is, the rocket launcher, everything. I... I absolutely love love him, and like he's been basically the face through even all of any live action adaptation. Like he's one of the main staples that they try to always make sure is included. Um, like him, and then like my next one, Wesker, which Wesker is always included in everything. Um, I like Wesker just for the sheer like um, arch villain arc kind of vibe that he gives. Um, you know, he's kind of like the puppet master pulling the strings in certain scenarios, and while, uh, I think they may have done him dirty in certain games, uh, he still, in general, is, like, my favorite. Um, number three is Mr. X, for basically the same reason that was already stated. Uh, the, I like the whole stalker thing. That's always fun to me, is being, uh, trying to, like, outwit something that's constantly there um because i like that with uh jack baker in resident evil 7 kind of slinking around the house um but yeah you 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 got to be aware of everything that you're about to do because uh you, you make one wrong move or one like misstep and it's it's a bad day for you um that was actually all that I had for it because my other ones were uh, Mother Miranda and Jack Baker, but the more I thought about it, they probably wouldn't be considered in this list. All right, so I think next up is Fane. Okay, well, I've been looking through. Uh, I think 
Now, can we use the movies? Because there's one in particular I absolutely love. Sure, no problem. Okay, from Resident Evil, uh, was it Revelations? No. Yeah, Retribution. It's the Uber Liquor that is found in the Umbrella Prime facility in Siberia, which is just a liquor the size of a uh, school bus that chases uh, Leon and some other characters through uh, the Moscow scenario. Uh, I think my second would be have, would have to be the uh, Yavos from Resident Evil 6. Mostly because they are pretty resilient. And the fact that they can basically transform into different things in the, uh, in, uh, what was it, China? Like, you'd have one that, uh, has, like, huge arms, another one that would, uh, I swear at one point there was one that was, that turns into a centipede. And I thought that was really cool. I'm trying to think of the centipede one. Uh, it's, it's yeah, there are the centipede wobbles that have the the little tiny tentacle arms. So I figured, yeah, 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 those are the ones that you're thinking about. Yeah, like, yeah, I as I said about the hands, like they use the arms to as a, like a shield to block your bullets. In your shots, um, some would end up actually flying and start shooting you from there, which would become a total pain. And that's number two. Number three, I would have to say Simmons, mostly because throughout the campaign of Leon uh, in Resident Evil 6, that man is very resilient and he will he hunts you down or you just randomly encounter him like at one point he's like a uh, a centaur on the train at the uh evac point he becomes like a giant t-rex then on the uh Near the rooftops, I think he becomes like a giant, uh, giant scorpion-like creature, and then finally he's a giant fly. To where you have to kill him with the, try to shoot it, uh, stab the zombies with the giant uh, lightning rod. And I thought like the way, the ways like he was becoming like more and more unrecognizable. I thought that was really cool. And I don't know. Yeah, that was three. Number four. I'm gonna have to go probably with the um, the Whopper again from Resident Evil Six, which is like the huge fat guy. Because that man is a uh, bullets, uh, sponge for bullets. It is a total pain to kill him. 
and at one point in the gun shop you have like one in that one room and he basically can knock down uh helena and you and probably kill some of the uh survivors number five uh Probably some of the giant BOWs, like the giant humanoids, like Ogre Man or El Gante, because mainly I love fantasy and they look a lot like ogres. And that's all I got. Okay, so we're gonna move to our worst list where you know, worst of the worst exist. Um, and I'm just gonna get right into it. Uh, I my number one pick so far. Uh, you know, this might not be in any order because I I pretty much hate all these fucking enemies. But uh, Sadler from RE4 Remake. How can you take such a simple boss and then decide to put him with even more bullet sponge tendencies and also give bugs around him, which makes the entire fight even more annoying than it should be. Uh. I never fight this guy straight up. I always just go to the store on each run, buy a rocket launcher, and kill him immediately because it's the easiest thing to do. Whereas in the original, I always fought him straight up. I always won because it was it was a method to the madness. It was always a way to beat him fairly as opposed to uh, not having any ammo and not being able to deal with him on um professional and just the whole fight being a gigantic and colossal headache um i'm sure you could beat them the normal way but it just takes so long and i just got so tired of it and i bought an rpg and i said screw it and that is not the way to design a fun boss so that's number one on my list number two I don't like the moths in Co-Veronica X. And the reason why is because not only do they jump on you and put in these little eggs and then and, and try to poison you and the eggs can, can basically stay on like your person from room to room until they hatch from what I remember. Uh, so there's that. And also the fact that they respawn in the area in the underground Antarctic facility and i just found that to be it's one thing if you could kill them permanently they wouldn't be much of a problem but the fact that they respawn is pretty much for lack of a better word it's ass i i i hate it i don't like the fact that they do that and it makes running through that area very annoying and the fact that you also have to run through there with claire and chris from what i remember you have to definitely go backtrack with both characters you're going to be seeing them a lot and they're going to be respawning a lot and they're going to be possibly poisoning you quite a bit so that's pretty bad bad level design and enemy design in general um next up is the bees I just think they're boring, to be honest. I don't think they ever utilized the bees well in any of the RE games outside of the guardhouse in 7. Even then, it's just tedium. It's not my favorite part of the game to go through, to be honest, when I'm replaying that game. And neither is the boat. So those are the two areas that kind of feel like 
down points to me it feels like they really didn't do anything innovative with the bees whatsoever i, I hate them more in outbreak because you have to take an elevator and the bees somehow are able to hit you like a linebacker and knock you down and that's just not normal i, I know they're enlarged and maybe they should poison you but the fact they could knock you over time and time again and you're in there for like 20 minutes it's it's very bad um next up on my list is alexia her final form this fight is one of the most awful fights i've ever witnessed in boss fight history for that game because not only can she constantly knock you down and 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 you know do all the stun locking but if she detaches for the final phase you have to use the linear launcher to kill her and it, you just keep missing it's it's not precise and I, I understand they made it that way on purpose but it's not fun it, it could be a run killer as speedrunners call it uh which waste time and effort and if you don't kill her fast enough you're just gonna die so i don't i don't like that boss at all and i guess last but not least um i wasn't the biggest fan of t-rex simmons I, I just I just feel like Simmons in general kind of runs on a little bit too long, but the T-Rex version just on no hope. It's a little bit it overstays his welcome a little bit. I, I like that they tried to put in some little set pieces here or there where he has like uh, Leon jumping on the back of the car using the machine gun, but uh, I, I wasn't too wild by it, but it's low on the list because it's relatively inoffensive compared to the, all the other selections that I have, but it didn't blow me away. So that is my top five worst. Now, Brandon, it's your turn. Oh, okay. Actually, you mentioned one that um, I fully agree with, though, but I'm actually going to be a rebel. I'm going to give you six. I'm going to just not sugarcoat this one. Um, the three main um, bosses in um, Remake 4, all of them suck. Now, Mendez, Salazar, and Sadler. Mendez is more durable, though, but I don't like the on-rails part. Yet. It's, it's honestly a complete downgrade from the original, when you, once he loses his other half of his body. Uh, um, Salazar? <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about him, honestly. I just find him too obnoxious, because he's just constantly on the move. And considering how and the aiming new aim mechanics in Remake 4 is though, it's like more of a nuisance to deal with him. So I just shoot him in a rocket and call it a day because I, I just don't wanna I just wanna deal with him. And last but not least though, same reason as Renegade, freaking Sattler, he flat out sucks. A huge downgrade from the original. Top of him having the most absurd grab animation. If your health is quite literally just just tiny bit low enough for the for the initial grab on hardcore and higher, it's borderline an insta kill because you don't have time to break out and react to it. It's just much on the frame of the grab, you lose a lot of health and you die. The most absurd bullshit fight in this fucking game. I do not like Sadler. I just rock at him and call it a day. I. Capcom screw with this one. I do not like him. All right, rant over. Now, number two, honestly, would be Hunters. Generally speaking, um, post Cold Veronica, well, during Cold Veronica and afterwards, um, Hunters have sucked because you got ones that just instantly poison you and 
they're obnoxious. You got some that can stun lock you. And then you got some that can instant kill you. Quite frankly, I just had my fill of hunters for a while and I'll be happy to never see them again for a long time. Uh next would be Evelyn. Not because she's inherently a bad boss, she's just the most boring, simplistic one. Cause she's borderline on rails. You gotta shoot her face, shoot some more parts, and then it's over. It's nothing spectacular about it. Shoot it out. Next would be the Eliminators from Resident Evil Zero. Those enemies can go right in hell because they can literally stun lock you to death. And it's borderline impossible to get out of there. So, no, I'm not, I do not want to see those monkeys ever again. Next, number five, will be Simmons. Yeah, same reason as everybody else. He drags on way too long. He overstays his welcome literally three times over. If he only had, like, I don't know, like the train fight and then the big bug thing, I could live with it, though. But the whole dinosaur thing and whatnot is just, he overstays his welcome way, way too long. And for my rebel answer, number six will also be um, Alexia Ashford from Co-Veronica. If you miss your shot too many times, it's, it's GG's. No. She's just absolutely the most obnoxious boss fight there. And on top of that, the whole aiming with the first person mode thing with the rocket, whatever it's called, flat out garbage. They could have done better with that fight, honestly. Uh, that, that being said, I go on to Hollow Heart. So I'm just going to start off with Derek Simmons to get him out of the way. I just know. He overstays his welcome. As soon as he turned into a dinosaur, I was just like, why the dinosaur? Um, I I know everyone has their own questions on decisions that Resident Evil has made about bosses over the past and how they portray the bioweapons, but I hated hated the T-Rex. I just, I absolutely hated it. Um, my second is actually the Scorpion from Resident Evil Zero, and I think, honestly, I only hate this one because of camera angles, because it's a boss that's basically walking in on you, but you're fighting against Resident Evil Zero's camera angles to fight this boss, which makes it a little difficult your your first time out, and I just, I think that's why I hate that one. Um, Salazar I hate because I don't think that Resident Evil needed a Chucky, um, and that's basically what Resident Evil got was a, a Chucky, um, I, I, he was annoying, um, just blow him up, get him out. And then, um, Alexa Ashford is my last one, and just because mechanics are uh, super annoying. All right, all right, Fane, it is your turn. First off, goddamn, you guys have no love for Simmons. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, I kind of understand, but anyway, um, I'm gonna have to go with the Ivy from Resident Evil 2 Remake, uh, mostly because it's a pretty easy enemy to kill. All you need is just fire and a, or a blowtorch, and that's pretty much that's all she wrote about that thing. But it was pretty interesting seeing a plant-based zombie, or infected, B.O.W. Second one is the Kipipo? Kipi? Butterfly from Resident Evil uh, 5. 
which is part of the Majin's. Those things were annoying to kill. As much as the Yavos version. I only got four, so number three is going to be Evelyn from uh, Resident Evil 7. I, as much as I love that game, I hated her. Mostly because her main objective was just to kidnap people to start a fam to have a family. And she basically uh brainwashed the entire Baker family except for uh what was it? Uh Jake. And the she's basically a child or the mental she has the mental capabilities of a child. Um and she was just so annoying. And then I'm finally going to have to go with the molded from Resident Evil 7. Because my god, those things were everywhere. And that's all I got for that. Alright, so I'm going to open the floor up to honorable mentions. And uh, we will end the podcast from there. So there is one that I, I, I do need to mention for worse that I did not. And that's a stupid leech queen, Marcus. I, I fucking hate it. Um, I don't. I also don't like when uh, if you because you can mess up that fight if the leech queen gets you near the gate and it will kill Billy and Rebecca almost immediately. So uh, you, you can't do that. And, and it happened to me, I think, once by accident. So uh, that's why I always make sure to run on the other side just in case. Um, and then there was one enemy I failed to mention, oh, just the leech men in general from RE0, uh, just absolutely terrible. It's fire is their main weakness, but they can just simply barrel through it just because they have King Kong balls and they can't be stopped. So I, I don't know what is it with that game. That game just is, is terribly made and the enemies kind of reflect on it along with the eliminators and, and bosses too, that are not so great. The only thing that's kind of fair is the prototyrant and that's it just, just that's it and for best i would say the original tyrant from re1 i think it's just the first time that you see it it's it looks like it's somewhat normal and then you look at the rest of it and it's like oh the heart is outside of the chest and it has a giant claw and it's like super tall and gray so it's like what the fuck is this what are they trying to create down here uh and, and and it just gives that sense of mystery when it's inside of the tube and then i thought to myself when the first time that i saw it, it was so iconic that i was like oh now the tube is being drained either by barry or wesker or something like that it's like just don't open it and then they open it and then of course the fight's on so i, I kind of like the appearance as well as the fact that it turns like kind of pink reddish near the helipad showing that it's mad and uh it gets pretty intense up there too it could kill another character in the remake and it really makes you think and and fight to that last stitch of time before Brad comes to the helipad. So I really enjoyed the aesthetics of that fight a whole bunch. And that's my little honorable mentions. Anyone else? 
Um, yeah, I'm going to with the leech. Um, leeches, honestly, they suck. A lot of enemies in Zero does suck though, but the leeches especially are annoying. I forgot to mention um, the frogs too. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're by yourself, it's GGs at that point. Yeah, because character can't honor break will... out of being swallowed. Oh, also, go ahead. Uh, my honorable mention will have to be Neptune mm. from Resident Evil 1. That's the shark. Worst. Worst, okay. It's not. It's. It depends. Like, if you're talking about the original, that boss is. Underwhelming. It's it's they they try to set it up as an enemy. They say it's a boss, but it's it's you just like walk past it. It's like what? Okay. Uh, it, it kind of reminds me of a uh, Monster Party a little bit. Uh, I know people probably never heard of this game, but there is a boss enemy. It's like a giant spider, right? You go into the room. You're ready to fight it. It's like okay, I'm, I'm, it's time. And then you go in there and find out that the boss is dead. I'm like, what the fuck is this? They do all this setup and preparing for it, and you just simply go in there and it's dead. It's the same thing with the original Neptune. It's in the tank, you walk past it, you don't have to interact, you drain the water, and then it's dead. So, it's so underwhelming. And I give the remake this, at least they decided to make it a puzzle boss, so that's something versus nothing still, but I, I, I get what you're saying, how it's, compared to everything else in the game, is not really the most spectacular. Anyone else on uh, honorable mentions? Um, I was just gonna say Jack Baker. Um, I think that he helped Resident Evil get back to its roots of uh, some of its its bad guys, and I really enjoyed the the elements of having to sneak around the house and escape from him. And like literally, you make the wrong move, and he's your your worst nightmare for like thirty minutes. I agree with that. Jack was, uh, I think mainly when I was playing it on the highest difficulty, Madhouse, Jack was really, at first he wouldn't let up. He he was constantly on my ass all the time. And then I, that's when I saw the coveted, uh, he cuts off your leg scene, which I never saw on standard for some reason, even though people said that it does happen or normal, uh, it did not happen there. So seeing that was kind of gnarly and, and sick. And I loved every bit of it, to be honest. I think Jack Baker was cool. What about his wife? Uh, I think she was probably the worst, mostly because that fight was dark and it, she her form was so disturbing. Oh, the bee lady? Yes. Beehive. Yeah. Beehive Poochie. <laughs> but let's also give an honorable mention for Lady D. Mm, I thought, honestly, her fight was... All women? Kind of. No, just... Just her in general, tall women. Oh, well, you just shoot her in the ass a couple of times. That's kind of what I did. And I ran back in the paper. I tried to test, give her nipples. <laughs> oh my god. But, uh, I, she died I, way I, too quick. I will mention for best girl, for best waifu. I think he's trying to <laughs> five. This man is horny tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more dishonorable mention, actually. It's a spider anime for Resident Evil 7. Those fuckers can actually clip right through your block if you're um not careful. I think it's when you're standing up. If you block them in your head, they can hit you again. Oh, those those things. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those things. I never enjoy seeing those things again. Ever. Fuck them. I hate them. 
mean, they were, although they they were hiding in that uh, courtyard pretty well, they weren't really that much trouble for me. It was just mostly the molded. Have you played on the I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> I I got a dishonorable mention right now. Uh, whatever that Juavo transformation is, where they turn into the giant uh pincer like beetles, and and they grab you and then you instantly get down. I I don't like that transformation at all, especially if they have the centipede arm and that on their head because they just pull you in for one hit kill and you just die. Uh, I face a lot of that on professional and I, uh, hate when that transformation happens so hard. Uh, I, I, I know their weakness though, uh, apparently cause I found this out mercenaries where you shoot them in the stomach and they'll explode. So that, that is good to know for anyone that needs any tips out there playing Resident Evil. You see this stupid fucking Beetleborg and shoot it in the stomach and it will die instantly. Let's also give the honorable mention to the standard zombies. I I mean, they're slow, but intimidating if they get you in a corner or something like that. I understand it's a huge staple, though, so uh, there were people that wanted zombies back in RE6, but in my opinion, the zombies there were kind of like playthings because you could do like wrestling moves to melees and throw them, and it's just like... This is not really as scary as it it appeared to be. They are scary if they are in large numbers. I uh, one thing I like in RE6 though is when they get mad and sort of jump at you. I I thought that was kind of yeah. intense. The but... redheads, I think they were called. Oh, you're you're talking about I forget the name of those things. Bloodshots. Yeah, the bloodshots. Yeah, the bloodshots were pretty cool as a dynamic. It's because I I kind of expected crimson heads, but it was not really. It was just something different, and it was cool to have another layer of uh, transformation on that. Anyone else before we sign off on this podcast? Going once, going twice. The soul to the bitch in the red dress. Okay. Uh, so this is uh, the podcast for best and worst BOWs done. Uh, clocked in at about like 40 minutes, but I, I think that's pretty good for a nice little bite-sized discussion. So we're going to do our outros now. So you can find me on Twitter at rentoperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative and on Twitch at Renegade underscore operative. Uh, next up is Brandon. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Immortal Brandle. Uh, my uh, header, something, whatever it's called, has um, a link tree if you catch me on my other stuff, other socials or whatnot. And yeah, thank you for stopping by. Hello? Hey guys, I'm Hollowheart. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Hollowheart. I think that's how it goes. I always forget the way it goes. But yeah, you can find me on Twitch. And Fane, where can we find you, buddy? What is all your social medias? Uh, well, you can find me on YouTube at Fansanity and TikTok at Fansanity. Awesome. Ren, your turn. No, I did mine. I did mine. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry. Tired. I'm tired. No, it's fine. Uh, but that's it for this podcast. Um, next up is I have no idea. Actually, I have to go look. But uh, I know, I know, we're gonna definitely watch Death Island. Probably gonna talk about CGI movies for Ari again, uh, and see what's the best, see what's the worst, because everything is out now. Uh, but we will see you guys later out there in YouTube land, and you guys take care now. Peace. See the fuck out. <laughs> All right.